Hi, welcome to Wikipedia. My name's Stephen Walsh. I'm Mickey Boyd. We're going to take you on a journey across randomness through the internet. We're going to be shown things by the internet and then talk about them. Yeah, I will talk about them with you, Steve, for a heavy cold. So I do apologise for my muffled tones this week and squeaky chair. <laughs> He's taking pills for the squeaky chair, but we're just hoping yeah. that the, uh, the the cold will clear itself up. Exactly. Yeah. We open as always with the big question. It's not a big question really this week. Quite a, you know a personal one for individual people, but I think it will sort of lead to to larger things. So the big question is a question generated sort of by the internet. We put questioning words into the internet and let it autocomplete right. and see what people are asking the world. And the big question this week is. Why can't you reheat rice? Who said you can't? There's <laughs> <laughs> a big question out the door. Answer you can. So, uh, next <laughs> section of. Uh, I didn't know you couldn't. Yeah, you know, um, dangerous. Salmonella. Yeah, yeah. Really? When you say you're, you've got a cold, did yeah. you have some reheated rice over the weekend? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Hold on. I'd like to yeah. solve the puzzle. Can I use the toilet, please? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's very dangerous. <laughs> Similar thing, um, if you're at a wedding or any sort of big party and there's a buffet, yeah. the old rice salad, yeah. give it a few hours, yeah. poison. Poison, right. So avoid it. Never touch them, yeah. Like uh, things like potato salad, anything like that, anything that's very fresh, yeah. once it's exposed, particularly as well, um, and you know, our, our common friend Daniel Ruiz Tyson, I'm sure, is like covering his ears at the very idea of communal eating and, and buffets and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But it is a thing of like, yeah, you've got that one spoon for everyone. I know. You're asking for trouble, ain't you? And you know some old uncle's put it in his mouth to lick it. <laughs> they do that, don't they? So one of them's done it on the slide. You're not going to see it. But you know, there was a, there was a camera on it. You know, one old fella just like, he'd have a little lick when he put it back in. Spoon the old cam. Yeah, spoon cam. Spoon cam, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's intriguing about the rice. Although, to be fair, I don't like rice at them sort of occasions. I always right, find right, it a bit right. too messy. Yeah. So maybe that's why I've not come a cropper. Right. I See, I did uh, when I was about 10, 11 years old. At, um, I forget what the occasion was, but I had like a sort of rice salad thing on the day and I was violently ill the oh. next day. So much so, I didn't eat rice for like five or six years. I was wondering, yeah, yeah. Psychological thing. Yeah. You ever had that? Yeah, kebab. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You I have was, a bad one oh. and it just becomes this thing. You, you develop a phobia. Yeah, I, was, much, I, I, I didn't eat a lamb on a kebab for about eight to nine years after right. this one, which considering I was such a. Uh, no, like a, a hardened drinker. Right, right, you know, right. It's quite hard. After 15 points, you try and avoid a lamb donna. <laughs> <laughs> You're ducking, you're jumping, yeah. swerving. Crying. <laughs> it, yeah, I really did. I, didn't, I, I was laid up for two weeks, one way or another. I was that ill when the doctor came around. He said, if he was, if he was better, I would hospitalise him. Said, <laughs> 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 Straight up. I can't put his man in hospital. It's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Just leave him. He's all right. It's all right. It's going to be a long process. I lost about two stone. Right, right, right. Um, I was dehydrated. You know, I was hallucinogenic, uh, hallucinating, hallucinogenic, hallucinating. Uh, I was, I was all gone. over the place, everywhere. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I was. It, I couldn't even think. The idea of thinking about see that glass of water. Yeah. Just drove me to dist- All I wanted to do was sleep, and I was praying to sleep. And even then, it was like just thinking. In, it was so tough. It was. You know, I've never had anything like it. It's probably no, any time I've had proper food poisoning. Oh, it's the same with the rice, and I've never been as ill, well, yeah. in, in that particular way. Yeah. And it does, just like, seeing it after seeing it afterwards just turns your stomach. Yeah. And for me, it was like, you know, let's say five or six years. Then I had some rice, I can't remember what the situation was, and uh, took a mouthful, and I think, I, I don't think I was even tentative, I think I was just sort of like, I think this is okay. Yeah. And took a mouthful, and I was like, 
she's delicious. Yeah. And now, like years later, all I think about are those five or six years when I didn't have rice. Rice, yeah. So missed you, out. Missed the, the missing years. Because, like, you years. know, as you say, kebabs have a very particular place yeah. in, uh, you know, people's diets and lifestyles. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you're a certain age and you're indulging more. But rice, mm. literally a staple, isn't it? I mean, globally. Yeah, about yeah, that. One of the most important foods in the world. But and I'm, f- I'm doing without. I've got other options, as a, you know, a very yeah. privileged Westerner, of course. Quinoa. <laughs> How dare you? Couscous. <laughs> uh, did you ever? Did you have um, cream rice? You know, like rice pudding in that time. No, no. nothing. The, oh. just the idea of rice just sort of like oh, couldn't yeah, go near yeah, it. Yeah, rice pudding. You can't beat a good rice pudding. Oh, listen now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm all over it. No, I've, I've more than made up for lost time on the rice frontiers. Yeah, well, but I mean, it's it is a bit of a, so, a black hole. Right here we go. So you're, you're, you know, you come to a wedding. You invite yeah. to a nice wedding. Buffet's there, yeah. rice, it's been there for half an hour, would you eat it? The thing is, I'm <laughs> on the record, very firmly. Ask me what my favourite food is. What's your favourite food, Steve? Buffet food. Because <laughs> it's a bit of everything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, but yeah. If you could have, like, if you're on death row, what's your last meal? Can I get a buffet, yeah. please? But I don't, I, even now, I don't go for rice. But I think that's just the general point of, like, yeah. I've learned since then about the dangers. Yeah. And also, I've got other things, like, yeah. I can have, like, loads of sausage rolls. Yeah. Definitely going to, I say definitely going to be fine, depends where this yeah, is. Will be. You know, you always take it, everything's a gamble yeah. with these things. You know, like, pie. It's a minefield, it's a minefield. Yeah, yeah. But there are safer options, yeah, yeah. and I veer towards those, oh. heavily. Can I, yeah. <laughs> <As> <laughs> one. I think that's why my chair's squeaking. <laughs> but the gala pies, that's, that's, to me, that's the treat. Right, right, right. Gala pie, and if you're a really good do, prawn volleyball. Oh. Lovely. Yeah, now yeah, it's all yeah. good. And maybe a bit of the old uh, Again, the seafoods volleyball. is yes. a, a risky, risky one, uh, know. Uh, you know. But I'd, I know, but uh, seafoods, yeah, I've never, thank God I've never been ill in it. I bet it's dreadful. Yeah. But the um, the chicken is the one. Chicken. Right, right, right. Barbecues, I won't eat it. Really? Uh, a buffet, I won't eat it. If it's chicken breast, I'll eat it. But if it's chicken on the bone, yeah, I won't yeah. eat it. But, but, you know, but if it's a roast chicken out the oven, yes, I will. Love, I love a drumstick. I do. Yeah. I do. But you say, like, communal ones... To be avoided. Although the best bit of chicken, I don't know if you know what it is. It's the kill. You know what that one is? Kill. Kill. It's got um, it's got like a bit of cartilage down the middle. It's like a bit of breast either side. You know, I've like never it's, heard it's the magic. Can we mention brand names? Yeah, go on. Yeah, it's the magic in KFC. <laughs> it's the magic bit in the. We can in definitely the mention KFC because yeah. if the worst thing that comes out of this is we get a sponsor deal from KFC, <laughs> I mean. Let's be fair, Mickey. This could kill both of us. What a way to go! Yeah, but yeah, the he kill. died as he lived oh. in a bargain bucket. It's, 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 it's the greatest thing about growing up in South London amongst the big West Indian community. You understand chicken, right? 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 And that's why I think, yeah. And it's like the kill is just like amazing. It's the best bit of chicken bar miles. So next time you get a KFC, so I want a piece of kill, right? I've never known to ask for a piece of chicken. Brilliant. This is the the knowledge we're kicking out. To this our, is it. Yeah, I, I grew up in South London and uh, grew up with um, a Nigerian friend. Yeah. And the thing that his family, and I've still never brought myself to do it, is they would have chicken, uh, particularly uh, drumsticks, of course. Um, and then once they finished, they'd break the bone and get the marrow out inside. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. I've never done that. I've never done that. And, like, yeah. they assured me, and, like, they're having a great time, so I'm yeah. sure it is nice. But yeah. I think it's just a thing of, like... Once you get to a certain age, if you introduce it as a kid, yeah. you're like, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. But for me, maybe it's just like a cultural thing where you're like, yeah. nah, you don't do that. Well, Charlie's for me and you try and break and we'd probably take our eyes out. <laughs> the bone would splinter it up for your nose, out comes your eye. There Doctor you comes over. Yeah. If, his, if his eye was any better, I'd hospitalise him. <laughs> <laughs> the central spoke of the show now. Does that work? Central spoke? Could I use a word here I like lately? Go on, go on. I've nicked it off a, a, a broadcaster come footballer or other way around. Tranche. <laughs> 
Charles. Oh, hello. Charles. Yeah, like a little a section. A slice. I think yeah, it's French yeah. for slice. Right, right. Yeah. So this is the focal charge. I can't say it's to be cold. Charles. A central charge. There you go. <laughs> is uh, Wikipedia itself. Yeah. It's where we go to Wikipedia and make ample use of the random article button. Yeah, One of the don't. greatest features on the internet, I think. Oh, it is now that I know about it. It's a magical thing, isn't it? Yeah, to the turn of this year, I didn't know nothing about it, but now it is the main focus of my life. I've recently learned, this is directly related to the show, in yeah. a way, um, about the Wikipedia game. Do you ever heard of this? No. So the game is, you open up Wikipedia in two separate windows on yeah. the desktop, and you have the home page on one window, and the second window, you press random article. And then the, the, the game is to get from your random article back to the home page in as few clicks as possible. Cool. Interesting. I've had a go. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. How long did it take? I did it quite quick. I did it in about seven or eight because the home page was something about Greece. Right. And the random article I got was... No, actually, the home page was a video game and the random article was a place in Greece. Right. So I was like, there's going to be a video game about Greek mythology. So I, I found the thing that got me to mythology quickly. Right. Then I found a god, and I was like, representation of popular culture. Found a video game. And then to get a specific video game, I was like, right, I need to get to the video games releasing. And obviously you can refer back to the homepage. So you're like, I was released in 20, 2008. So I was like, yeah. I got to the page of like video games released 2008, found that video game back. Job done. So it was, it was pretty quick, but I think I got lucky in terms of... But I think it's quite interesting. When, when, when did you play this, Steve? This was uh, about a week and a half ago. Can I just say, if that was me playing it, I'd still be playing it. <laughs> <laughs> 10, 11 days later, I can't do it. Clicking random yeah. article. Maybe I'll take my time page. Sitting there crying. <laughs> crying. Yeah, a little, little uh, tip for our listeners if you yeah. want to play a, a, a Wikipedia-related game. Do we own the copyright on that, maybe? No, I read about it somewhere else. Oh, also, shame. it's you know similar to, to Wikipedia. It's reliant on the existence of the Wikipedia. Yeah. So it's all open source. Yeah, but not as much fun and obviously no, not as good for no, our listeners. this is it. I mean, yeah. this is... With us, there's a, we're, we're putting ourselves on the spot here. Exactly. This is a spectator yeah. sport. Exactly. Hopefully not a blood sport. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. So we click on the random article button. First thing that comes up... We can't talk about it. Well, it's that we love. Yeah. Just Still can't, can't talk about it. No. Something we know a lot about, passionate about. No. Click past it. Second click... We still can't talk about no. it. Through my cold, adult voice and nasal <laughs> passages, we cannot talk about it. Again, no matter how much we're interested in the subject. But, Steve, on the third one... We have to talk about it. That's it. No matter what it is. And we've proved that over the weeks, I think. We have I mean, proved yeah. our willingness to play the game, yep. you know, engage, yep. and talk as much as we can about French-Canadian cycling films. Yeah, which I think... you know, I'm, I'm actually going to the... Uh, Seychelles premiere of next week. <laughs> They've got it seven years late, but I've been flown out there, especially by the filmmakers. Are we uh, doing the catering? Yeah, we're doing the catering. Drumsticks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> With rice. Keels all yeah. over the place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we give it a go, Nick Steve? Let's do this a fateful first click. Oh. Oh, this, okay. now this is interesting. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about this just very quickly, just on the basis that we've come to, to, we've come to one of my favourite things of Wikipedia, disambiguation. Oh. All right. Which is where there are many options for one particular entry. So we've come to George Downs. Yeah. And we've got George Downs Cricket Umpire, George Downs, co-founder of Applied Physics Corporation, aka Kerry Instruments, and George W. Downs, political scientist. Yeah. I think now this is a good opportunity for us to just establish... A framework here. Okay. In a case of this happening on a third click, yeah. would we talk about all three or would we just take the top one? Um, I think we'd have to talk about all three. Do you justice, yeah. Because at the end of the day, Steve, you imagine if you was one of those entries or a relation of one of those entries, how upsetting 
would you, would you, how upset would you feel? You know, one of the most popular podcasts on iTunes related directly to Wikipedia. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> that, you know. Please do your reviews, people's out there. Um, and your relation wasn't spoken about, even though they were, you know, they're like Uncle George. I was yeah. listening to Wikipedia the other day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That Wikipedia. Yeah, and you yeah. were on it. I know you haven't caught up yet. It's on your iTunes. You're going to get to it. Yeah, don't listen to that one because it's only going to upset you because they talked about the cricketer and went straight past the, political scientists. Exactly. I would say the counterpoint to that is there's three entries here. Yeah. What if you can't say there's like 15 entries? Good point. It'd be tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good point. Play it by you. We'll play it by you. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the good news is, this is click one. Yeah. None of these George Downs are getting any no. of our attention. Quick one there. And all, what we do, we talk about, say if it was three of them, we talk about all three, but no hyperlinks. Yeah. Solutions. There you go. Click two. There we go. Oh, hello. Oh. I say it every week and I'll say it again. Few. Yeah. Another, <laughs> bu- another bullet dodged. There's a few, I mean, you know, straight away is a hyperlink, Greek Revival style. Yeah. yeah. It's one of, one of top five for me in terms of styles. Yeah, don't about that. But we should better tell the devoted listeners what we've clicked on. It's the Reformed Dutch Church of New Hurley. Exactly. Yeah, not hurling. <laughs> Hurley. It's in New York, so, like, we could click on... Uh, I, I get, no, we couldn't even click on New York. No, no. It's in a place called Wallkill, which I think we should just... <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> right, here we go, Steve. Here's the big one. Third third click. This is what we're talking about. <coughs> yeah, look. Anxious. <laughs> Anxious coughed out from Steve. Oh. <laughs> excellent. This is excellent. This is what we want. Right. Here we go. This is interesting. This is this It is. Looking at the title, I was like, is this what I think it is? Yeah. So the title is Galaxy. Yeah. So it's like, like, it's no, Ga- Galaxy, yeah. Galaxy, yeah. Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy, yeah, it's better, yeah. I suppose, yeah, because yeah. you've got to think of it as one word. So Galaxy is a popular Indian, lesbian, gay, bisexual and trans- transgender, LGBT magazine based in Kolkata. Yeah, not Kolkata, Kolkata, which is Yeah, good. so that is, so, where it says Kolkata is that it is Kolkata. It is Kolkata, but yeah. just the... Uh, yeah. Mumbai, Bombay. The, yes, the yeah. correct... Uh, pronunciation yeah. in yeah. that the empire's gone. Yeah, please call your cities what you want to call your cities. Yeah, some old general. I can't say Kolkata. I said Kolkata, and that's it. Some old general just. Call, yeah, I mean, tells them what to uh, call clear, their city. Clear off and take yeah. your uh, clumsy pronunciation with you. That's it. This is something right now that I'm on the fringes of, of looking at. Where we're putting together a, a zine, a gosh, right. for Pride. All right, yeah, yeah. And I'm having sort of uh, issues in that. As a straight guy, yeah, we're getting sort of stuff saying, and I'm like, is that okay? Like, yeah, someone said yeah. in a piece, and it was like uh, talking about it had the phrase "made me queer," right. and I was like, oh, that seems a bit unfortunate. In that, yeah, you know, people are born gay and not made gay, yeah, yeah. but it's like a gay person saying it as a gag. So yeah. I'm like, I guess it's fine, but it's just this very odd situation to be in, where you know, from outside looking in at the community, you're like, yeah. uh, you know, I am uncomfortable with this phrasing, but. It's yeah. not my place to be uncomfortable with phrasing. And then the trouble is, you run that past someone who is part of the community, gay community. They say, "Yeah, that's fine." Yeah. Speak to someone else, and they say, "No, it's not." And my my concern is basically, put this zine out, and people will come after me. Yeah. And I've only sort of going, you know, this guy said it anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, we get back to this. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, I, I, it's funny. Like I don't, you don't think of a, a, a gay cultural community in India. 
Yeah, but I suppose if you think you're, of course over a billion, was it over a billion yeah, people? Yeah, definitely, yeah, so definitely. So statistically, at least one in ten people are gay, so right. they've probably got more gay and lesbian people over there yeah, than, we've than got we have over here yeah, yeah. by, by a country mile. Yeah. So let's have a look. It was founded in January 2010, so obviously the editor... Well, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, culturally, it's a very... Con- as far as I understand, I've never yeah. been to India, but a very conservative country. Yeah. So you'd imagine there would still be issues in terms yeah, of... Yeah, there might, yeah. But, you know, fair play, this fellow is... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sukhdim Singh. Singh. Yeah, assuming it is a man. I, I get the feeling it is. Yeah, I think that's the male name, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, he's probably trying to be a bit of a... A, a, a vanguard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good luck to him. Let's have a look. So, let's have a look at the history. Galaxy was founded by Sukhdip, Sukhdip Singh in 2010, a then eighth semester BTEC student at the Indian School of Mines in Dhanbad. Singh is the current ed- chief in editor, chief in, he's an editor in chief even. The initial team consisted mostly of the editor's close friends and contacts. The first issue was published in January 2010. I just want to click on something that is a hyperlink. Yeah, go on. The Indian School of Mines. So, yeah. uh, uh, is that a specific like engineering school? Yeah, for well, we've got I mean, one. We've got one in London. Really? Yeah, on uh, Prince Consort Road. It's a School of Mines. Yeah, we've got one on right by the Jamaican Embassy, around the back of the Albert Hall. And it's, I mean, here, just look at this. It's uh, an education institute located in the mineral-rich re- region of India. So it's about sort of engineering, about appreciating the, yeah. the, geology, the geology of an area. Yeah, I, would, I guess so. Yeah. Right. Talking as a manager of two GCSEs, I can't really... No, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. I've uh, yeah. very low experience of university life myself, let alone uh, specific uh, specialty. Yeah. Of course, yeah, you do get industrial schools, but I, I never imagined there being something as specific as a school of mining. Yeah. This is um, just quickly on the Indian School of Mines. And this is a legitimate hyperlink from the original thing. Of course, yeah. Uh, Their motto in English, arise awake, strive for the highest, and be in the light. There you go. Sounds good. Thing is, though. Go on. If you're a miner, strive for the lowest. I mean, you don't (laughs) want it to be a motto because it sounds terrible. But it's a bit odd. Maybe, like, at the end of your shift, strive for the highest, isn't it? But, what are you doing out of the mountain? Looking for coal. <laughs> <laughs> but I get, I get the feeling you're on about the uh, academic side of it, not the digging out. Absolutely. Not, not Absolutely. A bit, not, so you're the academic one, you'll be the one striving for that, I'll be the one doing the digging. <laughs> I'm just being in light. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to Galaxy. Galaxy, let's have a look. There's quite a bit on there, isn't there? Let's have a look. Do you want to, there we go. Founded only a few months after Delhi High Court decriminalised homosexuality in, in India. Right. British. 2010. Yeah, that's so, what, that's yeah. what surprised me about it. The yeah. fact that, you know, I do think of it as a, a very conservative yeah. country. And you were quite right to do so. Yes. Galaxy is one of the few Indian uh, LGBT magazines to be regularly published. So that's good. Let's have a look. The, oh, right, there you go. It's got a worldwide readership with nearly 60% from India, followed by UK, India, USA, Pakistan and Canada. be interesting. I don't know if they've got... Can't see district like publishing sales figures. No, no. So, just because I, I, you know, I mean, I've, I've published uh, oh, no, that their publication and content. I was there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a shame. Let's have a look. Hey, what's that? NGOs, non-governmental organisations. Oh, well done. So they are. Uh, oh, cool, sure. Yeah. So it's things like. Uh, Amnesty International, yeah, yeah. Greenpeace, and, yeah, yeah. you know, people Global, working, for, yeah. Yeah, working for issues. Not associated, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, in this context, Galaxy carries a list of NGOs yeah. working with LGTP issues. Yeah, I get you. Look, the magazine has covered issues from all around the world, including the anti-gay bills in Uganda and Russia, the California Proposition 8 and LGBT, LGBT rights in Pakistan. So, at least, you know, to be fair, they're not sort of like shying away from the big issues, are they? No, no, no. Well, it's, I think... Uh, 
even in uh, you know a modern era where you know great strides have been made you know very recently in uh, our very own country of origin. Yeah, over in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Which was you know very interesting in that I was over there just in a few weeks before, and it felt like. I, I flew over to Ireland on the 7th of May. Yeah. So I cast my vote in the election. Yeah. Uh, voted Green in a Labour safe seat, thinking, well, when it's a hung parliament, yeah. they'll look at the Green votes that have been cast across the country and that'll help them to get some power in the coalition of many parties. Yeah. Give them a voice. <laughs> and then I landed in Ireland. And the next day I was like, what's happened? Yeah. <laughs> they got a majority. And like the exit poll came out and everyone was like oh, this looks like it's going to be very close. looks like, um, you know, the Conservatives could have a, a slender, oh, look, quite a comfortable majority. Yeah. And I was like, ridiculous. So while I was in Ireland, the the, 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 the yes and no campaign for um, same-sex marriage was was very much part of the, the national uh, conversation and debate. And it felt like, I was like, well, just, and like my sister was... Um, not a big part of it, but a very vocal supporter of it. And like yeah. uh, her kids had like got my, my niece had like photographs taken. She'd got like um, uh, a yes badge for her teddy bear and like got like yeah. bands for its wrists and stuff. And like a photograph had gone on to like this uh, yes campaign uh, website. So it, uh, uh, it was a thing where it, it felt to me like it was mirroring my experience of being online in London where I was like, no, the Tories can't win this. Everyone yeah. hates them. Yeah, yeah, but of course, everyone hates them that I'm talking to, as opposed to the you know the whole country, the nation yeah, at large, yeah, Middle re- England, the reading the, the Sun yeah. and reading yeah. the Mail and going, yeah. see what's going to do us over immigrants. Yeah, <laughs> they are just going to finish yeah. us. And you're like, oh, they, I don't know. Yeah. Aren't there bankers who do much more damage? Yeah. Anyway, um, so I was over there, sort of thinking, I don't know. It feels like it's going to be a yes vote. Yeah, and sort of then coming back to England, and I was like, I don't know. People asked me, and I was like. It feels like it's going to be yes, but it felt like it was going to be, you know, yeah, yeah. not Cameron. Um, and then the results came out, and it was very resounding. Yes, yes which is good. End. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, and I, it's a shame my uncle was going. I would have loved him to have lived long enough to have seen it. Right, right. So it'd be nice for him. Like, oh, so I mean, I, I don't know the trials and tribulations he went through in the fifties and the sixties and whatever, yeah. but yeah, it would have been nice for him to have lived long enough to have seen it. All. When did he come out? I don't, mean, I don't mean ever did. Right. Do you right. know what I mean? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean, no. well, it wasn't, let's put it this way, it was never, it was never spoken about or anything like that. It was like, everyone knew, right. nothing to be ashamed yeah, yeah. of, lovely man. Yeah. But it was never like open. Acknowledged. And yeah, never, about. it'd been and, a whole sort of like. You know, similarly, uh, talking about India as a, you know, socially conservative country, Ireland, you know, in the grip of the Catholic Church for yeah. so long. Oh, yeah. And that was another important thing, I think, about the ESFO. It was sort of Ireland sort of saying, we're, we're not being, you know, dictated to by the church, church anymore. Yeah. We're making our own decisions on, uh, you know, moral issues, which, yeah. you know, is a is great stride. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah, you just imagine that there would have been, you know, generation after generation. I think it was like Stephen Fry uh, on Twitter when the result came out. It was like, you know, this would have pleased Oscar Wilde. You know, yeah. a man who sort of spent his life hounded. Yeah. And, oh, quite, you know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely battered. Really. Prison went yeah. to prison. What's the story behind the, the guy? You know, again, I, I've, I've gleaned bits of information. He got sued by Queensbury, didn't he? Was it Queensbury? The Marquis of Queensbury <sighs> was he his son? He was a yeah. lover. He was a lover of Oscar Wilde had a relationship with Marquis Queensbury's son, yeah. and the Marquis of Queensbury deliberately to try and taunt Wilde left a left a, a, a note for him at a club. 
uh, addressed to, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and quote it directly, but I might get it wrong. It was addressed to Oscar Wilde posing as a, a sodomite. Oh, sort of right, yeah. He misspelled sodomite and oh, meant right, sodomite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was huge sort of ruckus and uproar and how Wilde responses. And as far as I understand, Wilde sued him for libel, right? Uh, and then, uh, but then in court was his usual sort of witty self, yeah, which yeah. didn't go down. You know, there's a time and a place for your yeah, right, and people yeah. are like. I'm going to need an answer on this. Yeah. And sort of, he yeah, condemned himself, condemned himself by the, the laws of the day. That's right. And then when he died, his ex-lover sort of hung out all his friends to dry. Is that correct? So, I don't know Yeah, someone that, yeah. told me that. Right, right, right. Anyway, yeah. more, more misinformation from Nicky Boyd <laughs> there, yeah. More, that's, that sums me up in a, in a thing. I know, I know very little about a lot. <laughs> you know but I mean? yeah, I think it's, it's uh, fascinating to sort yeah. of read about, yeah. you know, the fact that people, you know, as recently as 2010, and, and also the thing is, as I say, 2010 it's decriminalised, mm. but I think it's still a very brave and bold move for yeah, this guy I'll to sort of go, all right, so I'm not going to go to prison, yeah. but, you know, Straight you're still going to face a, a lot of a lot, yeah, of, a lot of flat yeah. Oh, this is an interesting hyperlink. All right. LGBT themes in Hindu mythology. Off we go then. Let's have a go on that, Steve. So yeah, this is interesting. Decriminalised in 2010, but within Hindu mythology, which yeah. obviously, uh, you know, predates 2010, I think by a little while. Just a little bit, yeah. You've got elements of gender variance and non-heterosexual sexuality. So it's not like it was news to these people. No, exactly, no. It is the thing, just sort of like having a look at some of the images and, and things that come yeah. up. You forget that a lot of what we think of as sort of like classical mythology in many different cultures contains ridiculously explicit images. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And it is this interesting thing of, like, you know, in these relatively... In ancient times, in these ancient times, these explicit ideas and visual images are created and discussed. And then you sort of... And you always imagine society becoming more liberal as we get on. Yeah, but but you forget that at the end of the day, we're we're all human, aren't we? No matter what the time, you know, like whatever time you're in, so we all have different needs and all that. It's all the same sort of like feelings. But you don't... I, 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 maybe this is our sort of background in Catholicism coming forward. I don't equate religion with sexual freedom. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, 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 definitely not. So we wind up, as always, with last time this time. Yeah. The five... And, you know, I think it's not giving me anything away to say names from last time were Dennis Wise, Union Kane, King Hippo, Piston Hondo... And Maggie Fitzgerald. Might help our listeners, little clue, if I say that Dennis Wise was Dennis Cutty Wise. Uh. And he was a character from The Wire. Uh. And he was a fictional boxer, as all these people right. in the list were. Piston Hondo, a fictional boxer. Right. So this week, the five words and phrases that appear to be entirely disparate, but are in fact linked by one thing, are shield, dead leaf, boxer, ground, and bark. See the look on my face, blank as usual, <laughs> as ever. Well, it's designed, this is what it's designed for. It's designed to be apparently completely mystifying, but when, once you're given the, the connection between it all, it all falls into place. Yeah, and hopefully that happens next week. Let's hope so. I'm looking forward to it already, Steve. <laughs> Can't wait. Thanks for listening. I've been Stephen Walsh. I've been a cold, addled Mickey Boyd. See you next week. All the best. That's why I'm still alive, actually, yeah. All the best. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wikipedia is part of the Holdfast Network. Go to holdfastnetwork.com for other shows you might enjoy.